Yo, Minasan, it's Manga Sensei. How's it going? Just wanted to give a quick shout out and say hey to everybody. I wish you all a Merry Christmas wherever you are at. Merry Christmas, Minasan. So, today is going to be a very civil podcast. Today, we're simply going to talk about some of the questions and answers that I did on the live stream today on Facebook. I'll remind you that we have all of our things following our social and that on January 1st. On Oshogatsu, we're starting the Japanese 30-day challenge. So make sure you chime in on there. The 30-day challenge, we do less than 20 words every day. One grammar point, we have some videos and things you can watch there, and you can start learning Japanese from square one. So make sure you chime in on that. With that, we'll go back and answer some of those questions that I referenced last week. So last week, we talked a lot about learning the difference between wa and ga, and we also differentiate a little bit between keioshi and keodoshi, or, or two different types of adjectives, namely the na adjective and the e adjective. So, in summary, let me explain these questions really fast so I can let you get back to your Christmas holiday. Tomorrow we are going to uh, record a podcast, it'll be very, very short, um, just talking about sentence ending particles. Um, people can chime in if they'd like to, but I hope they enjoy their holiday. Unless you're abroad, you don't celebrate Christmas, then whatever! I celebrate Christmas, so I whatever. <laughs> so, the difference between one and God. So, this is something that kind of confuses a lot of different people in the in of the fact that they both identify the topic of your sentence. And Japanese is extremely mathematic, in my opinion, of how the sentence is organized. So it's good to first understand the distinctions that are between the wa and the ga particle. Well, they do both identify what you're talking about. The wa is going to identify that which is the most important in your sentence, i.e. that which is acting with the predicate of the language, or the last part of the language. So if I say watashi wa nihongo ga hanasemasu, it's the watashi wa, the I, that interacts with the hanasemasu, the to speak. The ga, on the other hand, is the subject, the thing that we're talking about, and that would be identified with ga. Ga is also used when you're using it for neutral sentences, i.e. Um, the flower blooms, the door opens, or the rain falls. All of those have no volition of mind, so they're neutral sentences, and those will also be indicated with ga. Um, oftentimes you'll see um, wa and ga used in the same sentence, and that's easy enough, but sometimes when people are speaking or when you're creating your own sentence, it's somewhat difficult to differentiate how to use wa or which you should use ga. Um, if you're using wa, use it to introduce your key topic, and then for your subjects or new information is when you would use ga. So for example, in the previous sentence where I said, watashi wa nihongo ga hanasimasu, if I wanted to then follow that up with, um, I could say I am an American, and that would be new information to my sentence. Now, in that case, I could also, of course, use mo. I, I speak I am an American as well. But if I was simply introducing new information, ga is perfect for that type of situation. So, in short, wa is used to identify your topic and work with the end verb. Wa will also often be omitted in speaking because it's often implied about what you're talking about. So if it seems obvious, you may not have to mention it. Um, ga is used for new information. It's also used in neutral sentences. The last point that ga is used for is what's referred to as a subject, uh, basically your second clause. You're not as important information, your sub-information there. So if we were to look at Japanese like parentheses working from the outside in, the first parenthesis would be the wa and the predicate. The second would be like the top, the subject and the verb that you're talking about. 
or using. Um, there are other weird cases, such as like when was is used to identify at least or a contrastive wa, which is when you use two was in two different clauses to compare two different things, usually in a negative connotation. But at large, for especially for beginners, identifying the difference between wa and ga is simply understanding what's connecting to what. The next thing I wanted to talk about in short is the difference between na and e adjectives. One of the questions this week was how to identify the difference between the two. Um, the easiest way to go about them is to turn the adjectives into romanized letters. So if I wanted to say kawaii, kawaii would be spelled k-a-w-a-i-i. -I. So that would turn it down to, and then you take the last two letters, if it's a-i, o-i, u-i, or i-i, then it's going to be an e adjective. Now, if it follows it with ei, as in like the word kirei, which means to be pretty, that would actually be a na adjective, which falls into the second group. If you're not familiar with these, feel free to jump onto our podcast, one of the early episodes, but we are also going to be over it in the 30-day challenge again, which differ helps differentiate between the two of them. But why is this important? Um, in Japanese, when you're using adjectives, you have to know what, how to conjugate the adjective because it's going to modify that which comes after it. E adjectives can be stuck directly after your, um, directly before the noun that they are modifying. However, if you're going to, let's take the word atarashi. Atarashi, you could put directly before before what are you talking about. So if I say atarashi hon, would be a new book. However, if I used another word for new, but you still the same topic, the word atana, which comes from the same root, I would simply put that ahead of the hon there. But the difference is that that has to have the word, the particle na. That particle na, like genki na, kire na, and then I would put the noun. So kirei na hito, atana hon, genki na hito. Um, all of those have to have the na particle following them. Now, if these are also being turned into adverbs, they have to change as well. So instead of the na particle, we turn, use the ni. Where in Japanese, the e adjectives, or the keiyoshi, are used to change the e to a ku. So atarashiku, or I could say um, natsukashiku, and turn that into an adverb and then connect it to my verb. With that though folks, I will sign off. I wish you all a Merry Christmas. I will see you tomorrow and thank you so much for joining in. Happy to have you here. Until then, make sure to make some mistakes. Enjoy your holiday season if you're having one and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, Janet.